Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Frank Film Club. I'm Maisie Williams and I'm an actor and producer. I'm Larry Roberts and I'm a producer and filmmaker. I'm Hannah Marie Williams and I'm a casting director. And welcome to our club. Hello everyone and welcome back to Frank Film Club. It's been a little while but we are so excited today to be releasing a bonus episode and we're really thrilled that you have joined us. Today is a really exciting day because this episode is brought to you by Mubi. We are going to be chatting about One Fine Morning which was written and directed by Mia Hansen-Louvre. It stars Lea Seydoux and Pascal Gregory and it is available to stream exclusively on Mubi. Mubi is a curated streaming service dedicated to elevating great cinema from all around the globe. I feel like when you go on Mubi, you know that you're going to be able to watch something which is really good if you've never heard of it before, yeah. which you can't really do on any of the other streamers. But it's True. very much our taste, though. So we, we would like anything that they have picked to put on there. Of course, but they're so good. I feel like I've learned so much about cinema from watching movie films. And they also have the greatest little write-ups about the directors and about like films they've done before. Quite often, they'll have a couple of a director's movies that are all out like a similar sort of time, so you can really get to know them. Oh, we did a partnership with them for International Women's Day this year, we and did. we picked um, five films each. Yeah, all by women um, directors. All by women directors on the movie platform, so if anybody's stuck on what to watch after they watch this one, yeah, then you can go and, go and watch those. Yeah. I think that is the big thing, is that so many streaming sites are completely oversaturated that you spend longer choosing what to watch than you actually choose. Yeah watching a film but with movie you get a film every single day so if you just like want to watch a film that day just pick, watch the film of the day you won't regret it it'll be amazing yeah easy done but before we get into all of that girls ladies <laughs> tell me what you've been up to well tell everyone what we've, we've been up just to. got back off a lovely holiday in italy for a lovely wedding of our friend mm-hmm. me and Maisie have just been on a little trip haven't we yeah it was amazing it was glorious um I always loved France and I'd never really spent much time in Italy and I always loved speaking French and then now I've come back from Italy I keep being like grazie (laughs) (laughs) see ciao like when I'm just in like Peckham (laughs) (laughs) but it's great yeah I mean isn't your signature sign off ciao kiss kiss ciao yeah kiss kiss ciao so there you go suits you it was only right that you. you spent some time in Italy yeah that's true yeah but yeah, it was bloody fantastic. It was, oh, the sun, the beach, the pool. It was great. Stunning. And you're glowing. You're As are you. both ca- glowing. Oh. <laughs> How have you been, Han? Yeah, I've been really good. <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, wow. Well, <laughs> um, I've been getting pregnant, mostly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm fully up the deaf. Um, halfway through growing baby growing baby not feeling sick anymore which is really good amazing very good. Um, 
and now just really happy to be here and just like living a, living a normal life for yeah. the time being. So exciting. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. there's actually four of us on here There's today. four of us. Oh my gosh. And I've just started to feel him, I keep calling it him, I don't know if it is, but oh, I keep feeling him move. <gasps> so yeah, he's he's got a voice today. Yeah. Excited to be here. Yeah. yeah. Which is fantastic because I'm sure he'll ha- they will have plenty of opinions on well, this. Well, they're my son, so they yeah. will have plenty of opinions <laughs> on life and general things. Yeah. So exciting. Okay. Yeah. Well, well should we chat about one fine morning? Oh, Shall yeah. we? One Fine Morning is a charming portrayal of love, loss and contemporary womanhood and it's by celebrated writer-director Mia Hansen-Louv, the director of Things to Come and Eden and features a career best performance from Leia Seydoux. And Leia Seydoux, if you don't know, was in uh, James Bond and Blue is the Warmest Colour. Film premiered in the director's fortnight section of the 75th Cannes Film Festival on the 20th of May 2022. This film is about a young single mother who is raising an eight-year-old daughter and is struggling to take care of her father, who has been diagnosed with a neurodegenerative disease. While trying to secure a decent nursing home, she runs into a married friend and they begin an affair. What did you think? What did you know about this film before you watched it? Because I know you both watched it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did you know about Mia hansen Louvre? Have you seen any of her other work? Well, mm. I had seen Bergman Island. Great. And really loved it. Um, really enjoyed the pacing of it and the characters yeah. in it. Um, and I felt the same about this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it on a Saturday afternoon when I was on my own. My boyfriend and his little girl, who's not a little girl, um, were away for the weekend. And I just had such a romantic time by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really, really enjoyed the watch. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times with films which are paced quite slowly when I'm watching them at home, I get really distracted on my phone. But there was something about the pacing which we can get into, mm-hmm. which kept me in it. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really nice... Like, I just really enjoyed the viewing experience. Yeah, quite similarly, I loved watching a romantic film. I mean, it's no, it's not all romantic. There's, it touches on a lot of different things. Um, but I haven't watched a film that involves, like, genuine romance for quite a long time. Mm. And so that, I was really like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm up for a bit of this. I've got to say, I took a little minute to um, understand that it was quite funny and it's that there's a lot of humor in this film um and i think that was just because it's an international film and it takes me a sec to kind of catch on but i then once i understood the tone then i was like oh it's actually really funny and i'm i was i was laughing yeah so that was good um but yeah it was i really loved it I'm really thrilled to hear that yeah i think it was just such a pleasing watch and mm. something that um I mean, we all love love and I feel like this film just depicts quite a complicated love story in such a beautiful way and I found the performances and the portrayal of like love to be really vulnerable and honest and, and yeah, I think that is something that always transcends language and yeah, has been done so beautifully in this film. Um, I'd love to start out talking about... Um, the complexity of this female character like this is a film kind of about 
the other woman. Um, but we really just get to see into the snapshot of her life. Um, what did you guys kind of think of Sandra and also Leia Seydoux playing a role like this? Th this is like an incredible role for any actor to play because there's no judgment. There's mm. no repercussions that we see. There's no previous, like there's no context as to like what happened to her husband or no. anything that's happened before that point, what her relationship was like with her father, what her relationship was like cl with Clement. Mm -hmm. It's just about what's happening right now and just through her eyes. And there's so much in what she's doing. She's she's incredible. Mm. Um, but I, that was my favorite part about it was that I there was no I've never seen um a film which was about an extramarital affair which didn't like have any judgment behind the woman especially mm. yeah you know you're just seeing the passion and and actually like a sympathetic look of like how that could be especially when you put it next to the fact that she is caring for somebody and this is like bringing her back to life there's nothing as an audience you're not like unless you've got some like deep-rooted things which come up obviously because you're triggered there's no like there's no um yeah there's no uh judgment on that at all and I just yeah. thought it was really interesting yeah yeah um in this performance Leia Seydoux I mean this is something that Mia Hansen-Louvre has kind of spoken about a little bit and also Leia um she's kind of been known for being like very glamorous, very um, just like sort of the, I think she's been in, I mean, these aren't my words, but she's sort of been sexualized by a lot of male directors and she's been a bit of a fantasy and, <clears throat> and she's, you know what I mean? Like she was a Bond girl and like, mm. and of course that kind of comes with a certain like aesthetic and whatnot. But I think what Mia Hansen-Louvre really wanted to do and what she did do was kind of bring Le Leia into a light that was just way more grounded, vulnerable, real, honest, open. And so, as you say, when you see her at the beginning of this film and she's like just completely overrun and exhausted, um, you really kind of connect with her and then you start to see her kind of like blossom into, you know, a woman who is much happier and more whole. <clears throat> and no, also, I really enjoyed seeing her as just like a normal woman. Yeah. normal that I don't know that that's quite maybe that was a bit of a rubbish adjective to use but you know what I mean mm. a very different character to what she's been seen as before and yeah I think that's probably a lot to do with like the fact that she, I don't know that she has been directed by women before it, she's right. been mainly directed by men for sure yeah. um but then also on the what you were just saying about looking at an affair in mm. that kind of way I hadn't really thought about that until you just said it but they could have so easily like brought Valerie the the wife into it and it could have been like women against women and love that it didn't even touch on that at all and it was never her problem because no it's like his problem but they didn't even need to get into that anyway because it's just like we're meeting them now people change throughout their lives it's just like yeah yeah it's, it's so often blamed on the other woman as well and like the like a lot of times in things that you see depict in affairs it, oh, and even real life I feel like it's always like who's the other woman mm. and like let's just think about what the man's actually yeah, done so, yeah, exactly. so it, it, they were, that was really nice So I would love to talk about pacing a little bit. And you said that you've also seen Bergman Island and that you love the pacing of that film. I think we're, we're all quite sensitive to that, in, mm. especially in a film that's like 
just like feels like a lot of space and really like gets to know people and like analyze people just like in silence or whatever. Um, so how do those two films compare and why do you think the pacing works? Like what do you think it is about these films that keeps you there? I think she's just really good at writing characters that aren't judgmental towards them. They're mm -hmm. not trying to like say anything about them. They just they just feel like fully formed characters. Yeah. I don't know I don't know much about her as a director to be honest. Like I don't know where where her inspiration comes from or like how yeah. she writes because she writes everything yeah she? she does um and actually it kind of checks out because so much of this comes from her real life and she said like she wishes she could make films that were less linked to herself because it's like you know you feel like you're putting it kind of out but there's the only thing that she knows how to do and so I think a lot of these people are real people and I think her mum she writes about a lot um, but her mum has always been like incredibly supportive of her work and has never sort of felt like you know mm. concerned by that but yeah I mean a lot of her work this one fine morning is actually she said like the most close to her life um, and inspired like yeah m the most heavily by what mm. she's known and done because of her her father died two months after she finished the script and around the same time Hanson Louvre discovered that she was pregnant mm. so it's like she wanted to write about the vertigo of feeling delayed grief and new love at the same time and it is the depiction of what it was like to feel those very contradictory emotions like yeah Wow. And that was actually happening while she was writing it. So I think she was writing more sort of about her father who was who had suffered from a neurodegenerative condition. Um, but yeah, then obviously yeah. life imitates art and art imitates life. It kind of has that funny way of going. Yeah. I don't think any of her characters are ever like dram dram dramatised or sensationalised. Just, they're just really quiet, but not for quiet's sake. It's like... Just they're just very human. Yeah. yeah, she's she's very good writer. Because if you think about all of the characters in this film, I can't really pinpoint who's an antagonist. Right. Because you can't you do sympathise with all of them, and like even I don't know, no one's really doing anything wrong. Like everyone has their reasons for whatever they're up to. Yeah. And that is kind of what I think in life. Like people do have reasons, and like that's how people justify doing bad things sometimes some people are awful but yeah but like in this film I'm like yeah that's quite mad that she's managed to write a really believable film maybe that is why it's believable because these people are, they're not just writing she's not just writing bad characters for the sake of drama right and that's such a skill I think I mean she as a person must really be able to just get a good reading of people and just really be able to see them because I think like I don't know, if I'm ever trying to encapsulate, so if I'm journaling or whatever, like, it's so hard to not just write from your own emotional standpoint mm -hmm. of, like, how it made me feel and how it ruined everything for me and really be able to just, like, open up the channels, you know, and, like, see everything and, like, form everyone. And I guess that's why her mum, like is so supportive of her work and doesn't feel like attacked or yeah. whatever because like she's got this incredible skill to be able to like empathize with absolutely everyone what mm. an incredible woman and see yeah. people as they as they are without yeah as exactly without putting her own um interpretation of them yeah, yeah. that's what they say about if you're if you're trying to portray a character who is the antagonist or inherently bad 
that you should find the like their reasoning and the humanity in them just for yourself so that you know where they're coming from but i feel like that's already there like the the characters the actors playing these roles probably didn't need to do that too much yeah. like right. you could say like in another film clement would have been because he came and yeah. went like he yeah, did definitely. he did that's so true yeah but he's not he's not shown that way yeah oh, it doesn't feel like he was yeah. shown that way yeah because he does her, her around her yeah but also you're like i get why he needs and she gets why he needs to do it and yeah, yeah it's still shit and then even like her mother mm-hmm. she's like got a bit of sass in her a lot of sass in her but she still sticks around and helps her ex-husband and it's like there's just like yeah they're just very incredibly believable characters mm-hmm. hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've all been in love. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in French cinema, it's always just done incredibly well. What did you guys think of um, these two actors, Lea Seydoux and Melville Poupo? And what did you, like, how did they make you feel? Did you believe them? I believed them. I know. I thought they were incredible together. Like, from, from the start, it was just like, the chemistry was amazing. Mm. When she leans in for that kiss, which she definitely did lean in for. I'd, I also loved that she was the one to lean in and it's not always the, just like the guy. Yeah, he's but like... It, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just incredible together. Mm-hmm. I really like their chemistry. The the bits of them in bed where they're lying around, you know, afterwards. That that for me is like what it's like falling in, in love when you're just like messing around, lounging around. And I think we see it so much, especially on American TV and films, where it's like, <laughs> like pillow fight and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, it's not like that. Like, it's it's like silly, but it's also like... The con- it just felt like it lingered a little bit longer on what that actually feels like. They, the French are just do, don't they? It's the mm. passion and mm. they're just very good with love and sex and yeah, everything that they show. So there's something that I really wanted to chat with you both about. I was reading an interview um, from Mia Hansen-Louvre and it was about intimacy coordinators and sex scenes and that kind of thing. Um, and she said uh, that for her, intimacy coordinators aren't necessary and that she doesn't use them and she's never used them. And if she were forced to use one, that she would rather just take the scene out than do it that way. Um, 
And it kind of got me thinking because, I mean, there's, I don't think she's ever run into any problems. I don't think any of the actresses that she's worked with have ever run into any problems. And I think that, like, you know, she's been very protective of, of those people. Um, and so I just really wanted to know what you thought about that. I get what she's saying and, like, why she must feel that she it's different with her, which maybe it is. But, like, yeah, it's like there can't really be any exceptions because then somebody says, oh, but it's fine with me as well, and then it's not. They just... I just don't think that's a thing that you should have exceptions oh. on. I think, like, could it be better and, like, could people work more freely and like make scenes that are beautiful you know without there being I don't know complications like yes but this is an incredibly new role and we're all still sort of like figuring that out because I don't think that intimacy coordinators are the problem no um, absolutely yeah. not yeah. yeah but I do I do understand what she's saying like she feels like she has that close the really close relationship with her act yeah. and so who better to speak to than you know like each other sort of thing which I think in an ideal world is like the relationship that you have with all of your directors I think there's there's quite a few things with French cinema isn't it Adele Haynal recently right left the industry because she wasn't happy with practices with French cinema right mm. and it's like you ha you have to acknowledge that when you speak about these things you yeah. can't just speak about your own experience like yeah we're past that now like this is a huge problem. We're all responsible at making our industry safer and better. And yeah. things like this can sometimes just, yeah, can do more harm than good. Mm. I suppose with intimacy coordinating being quite a new thing, maybe it's that, like, I don't know if she has had experiences with it, but maybe she's had bad experiences with it in that, like, it is too much and that hopefully as the role develops and people are more used to it being just a thing that just like a standard yeah then directors can work with them in the different ways that they need to and she could make it more of a right. well, people like her could make it just a better relationship where it's less like no you yeah can't, maybe it's been a bad day. right it's the same thing with chaperones people see intimacy or directors can see intimacy coordinators as um like policing their process but it should be, I, I think, it should, maybe not with chaperones because they're not part of the creative process, but intimacy mm. coordinates are really massive part of the choreography of performance. So, like, it should be seen as a collaboration, as you would with any other HOD, to get the lighting right, to get the casting right, to get the camera right. Of course, it's like in the way that stunt it. teams rehearse for, like... You know, they get everything sorted. They have all of these previs with, like, the stunt actors and the da 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 So it's all figured out. So as you're not on the day going, like, so I wonder how we're going to do this massive fight scene. Yeah. We already mm. know. We've been planning it for ages and everyone knows what it's going to be and it's methodical and it's thought out and then all you need to do is add, like, the drama. Mia Hansen-Louvre speaks endlessly about her strong connections and relationships with the actors that she works with on screen and it really shows in all of her films and this one particularly, I think her and Leia work together beautifully and I think she even loved working with um, Melville and I think there were times when I think she was quite hard and tough on him but like it really brought out an amazing performance and like they've both spoken about like you know, how beautiful that was. Um, and so, yeah, I can imagine her wanting to keep her actors, like, very safe on set. 
when she was writing this film, fun fact, um, although it's based very heavily like on her own life, she always was writing it with Leia Sidhu in mind. So lovely. Yeah, she was correct to do so. Yeah. Mm. I wonder when she approached her, if it was in the writing phase or if it was after she had got it funded or if she got it funded because she was attached. Gosh, that is a great question that I wish I knew the answer to. (laughs) Leia Sadu is just absolutely perfect for this film. I think they're all really perfectly placed, actually. I got to say, the um, daughter... Yes. Lynn. Yeah. Lynn, I thought she was incredible. Um, she, yeah, I thought she was hilarious. Yeah, like just like really silly, and their relationship together, mother daughter relationship there, but also then with Clement as well. Mm. Like, just going back to the relationships in general, I suppose. They, but the casting just like matched those wonderful characters. I also very much like to see. Um, this is why I love the pacing as well and how it kept going back between her as a carer and going to the care homes and then her as this new lover and her as a mother that I think, especially something that I'm thinking about at the moment, actually, yeah, motherhood. is that like when you become a mother, I think in my perspective, it's been, you become a mother and then that that is really like the most of your identity, actually. And that that's not what this film no. shows us at all. She's yeah. got so much, and you see parts of her job as well. Like she's just this like colorful, fully mm, formed thing. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like that part of your life when you're caring for your parents and you're a kid again that just wants your parents, but at the same time you've then become a parent of them and a guardian for them. And then kind of that, what that just does to like mm. you, how difficult that is already to you know, be losing your parent and then, yeah, really interesting. I was actually speaking about my mum, to my mum about this. She's lost both of her parents a couple of years ago, but I just asked her the other day. It was really emotional and, like, obviously it like, kind of sounds like a silly question, but I said, do you miss your parents? And then she just, like, looked right into my soul and was like, every day. Aww. And you just think, like, yeah. I don't know, that's maybe just a really selfish thing, I think. And then she's just talking about her mum, and it was so beautiful, like, my mum talking to me and all the things that she wishes she could say to her mum and all the things that she could then say to me that her mum couldn't. It was yeah. just really, it's... Yeah. It, this film really kind of, like, highlights the complexities of womanhood, like, as we kind of said at the beginning, and all of those different stages of your life that come into and wrapped up in this beautiful love story um, that, you know, the circumstances are kind of strange, but because of, like, this very real journey that um, Sandra's going through, it just sort of, like, starts to resonate with you as a woman at any stage in your life. Yeah. And not only a carer for for her dad and her daughter, but she's also just, like, navigating her own love life and, like, whilst working and, yeah, it's... She's a really incredible character mm. and just not really one that we've seen at all before. The, this well. film really um, hit a nerve of something that I feel all the time. Not that I'm in any of these extreme, cir- not extreme, but like not that I'm in any of these complicated circumstances myself right now. Mm. But the, there's like a forward motion Mm-hmm. Like the, it, as we said earlier, it's not dramatized. Like she has all these things going on, but she's never like reacting to it 
in in a way that feels like she's on an emotional breakdown she's just yeah. like always pushing through and always trying to go through and I think that's what women have to do a lot of the time is is juggle and push through and make sure that they're keeping everything afloat yeah and then we maybe there's a breakdown at some point but you don't get to see that just like constant pushing and trying to get yeah. through it yeah I was reading uh Robert Eggers review of this film and he loved it um which is great but he was saying exactly that like this is a woman who has so much responsibility that we don't see the the sort of like tropey moment of like the big breakdown where you just like reject all responsibilities and you've had enough which like it does seem to be like the climax of a lot of films about women um like love because sometimes I do that <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes you just can't and you gotta grow up and you gotta like get yeah get your life in line and I love that about this film she just just continue yeah actually that's not life all the time that's like a romantic look at like <laughs> if you just, but if you just throw everything down and say like I've give up then like you really will just <laughs> make everything worse yeah <laughs> so yeah it's funny that that's sort of yeah, yeah. He, he he said the same thing, Han. Me and Robert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you like? But I also, I, that kind of, um, that reminds me of how I then felt when it ended. Because I was quite like, oh, you know, that very last shot and then it stops and then the credits come up. Mm. As, that's how a film ends. But I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been a while, Larry. <laughs> but I was just like... I, I was quite like, oh, I actually hadn't expected the film to end just then. Yeah. But it did. And I was also like, no, that was kind of a perfect place for it to end, even though I hadn't expected it to. But I think that was the reasoning that I felt that was probably because I ha we hadn't had that tropey massive breakdown. It was more just like a gradual thing, and it's that she was getting to like this next stage. Yeah. And yeah, what were your guys' thoughts on the ending? Yeah. Do you think they're going to be together forever? That was kind of how it. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I th I don't think he's reliable. <laughs> <laughs> True. Doesn't I give off the most reliable vibes. And I also no, think that I, I also think that she's she's okay on her own. That's true. Right. But I think that's probably why it did end there and that's like okay then because yeah. it was like you know that she's going to be fine cuz she's been fine this whole time. Yeah. She's great. I did love like when they do finally see each other again and when they get back together. Yeah, when he finally does call after he is like, you know. Yeah. more available. I was like <laughs> mm. it was so cute. Yeah. But yeah, I did I I loved it. Yeah, I loved that mm -hmm. ending. Couldn't tell if I was like is this what real life does? Is this a romantic look at something or are we just used to seeing people like not being and things not working out? But I was into it. Mm. So it was beautiful. Yeah. So glad that her dad got to meet him too. In yeah, the right circumstances. Yeah. You yeah. know, cuz she's like spoken about him but yeah. Do yeah. I really loved seeing this film, which is like, it, it's written so subtly, like everything that it's like bringing up is done so well, but so subtly, nothing's on the nose. Mm -mm. And I think, well, I know what we're finding with when we're doing notes on scripts and working with producers and getting notes and yeah. Yeah it's quite often trying to make things more obvious for the audience, but like audiences are smart. 
And I think I think what Mia is doing is like really being like trusting the audience to be to get it yeah. and to be clever. Yeah. And just like understand. And it was just quite I don't know, it's really good to see because it makes you be like, well, it made me be like, oh, no, OK, what we are writing is actually incredible. So yeah. <laughs> look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> the things that we're making are amazing already. <laughs> so so that's a note that is regularly passed around is, no, this is too subtle, you need to make it more They obvious. don't say that. They just ask questions that the answers are already there. Yeah, it's like if you yeah. actually look at this and give it, give it a sec, but this, then if you, you understand. To, if you have that question and you were reading this script with that question, tell me what you think the answer would be. And they'll let you know if it's wrong. And if it's wrong, we'll go back to the drawing board. Right. But you know what I mean? It's like those answers where yeah. it's like, make this more... And what they want you to do is make it more obvious. But it's like, ah, uh, Yeah. That's not... I don't think that's right. Mm. Audiences are clever. Yeah, they're clever. I wonder if you could, like, put it in and then, like, take it out. Like, could so put it in is, for the yeah. purpose of that's being... Now what this finding. is what happens, yeah. Read a script, love the script read the f shooting draft oh my god everything's been really crazily over explained like why are we doing this you start shooting it and you're saying lines of dialogue like pull it back yeah a little bit and it's like you you just because you have to you have to say everything and explain everything in every scene so as the story can be told and then you watch the edit and you realize oh they've cut all of those lines out because mm. it's obvious mm. obviously we're talking about her or him or whatever that's really interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it is just part of the process, but there is that terrifying moment where you think, yeah, why is the script now becoming something that feels quite tonally different to what we were trying to make? Yeah. It becomes a manual. Right. A yeah. blueprint, like a full on. Yeah. Like when you're on the airplane and you've got a whole <laughs> how, what to do when the plane's going down. Paul Lever. They are in love. <laughs> they are. In love. <laughs> she loves him, but she hasn't told him yet. <laughs> Put a line in where she looks in the mirror. I'm really might tell him that I love him. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly that. Exactly okay. that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, it was such a pleasure to do an episode with you both again. And it was so good to be able to chat about this film. And I'm glad that you liked it. And I'm glad that we had so much to say, so much to dive into. Yeah. Um, but for anyone listening to this episode, do know that One Fine Morning is now streaming exclusively on Mubi. And you can try Mubi free for 30 days at Mubi.com slash... Frank Film Club, guys. We've got our own little, like, handle now. <laughs> um, uh, and you can get a whole month of great cinema for absolutely free. So go and do that. Watch One Fine Morning. Um, and then reach out to us on socials. Reach out to Mubi at Mubi UK, us at Frank Film Club, and let us know what you thought. And we'll see you again soon. Wonderful. Great. This episode was brought to you by Mubi, a curated streaming service dedicated to elevating great cinema from around the globe. With Mubi, each and every film is handpicked by their team of curators, so you can explore the best of cinema anytime, anywhere. Mm -hmm.